G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Now, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, wrapped around this particular segment. It is Mal Meninga joining us on a Wednesday morning. G'day, mate. How are you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? You're faring well? I'm going all right. How are you going after getting back from Port Moresby? Uh, no, it was a, a great experience. Um, it's an eye-opener. There's no doubt about it. We had a f- few younger blokes on our trip who... Never been to Papua New Guinea. Quite a few have never been to Papua New Guinea before. So they got the uh, the royal treatment. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, you know, at the airport, you know, at all different functions. We had a, a coaching clinic. Uh, we went to the war cemetery. Uh, I mean, the game itself, of course. So, um, yeah, it was a fantastic time. They're passionate people up there. And, you know, they certainly rugby leagues are is the number one sport. Yeah, it's an important game for PNG, but it's also an important game for you, isn't it, as coach heading into uh, these test matches in the off-season? Yeah, it's a good opportunity for the players. So, you know, when they they finish their year, obviously these are the, the bottom nine, bottom 11 uh, teams and players from that who we feel is going to be in the selection process for the Kangaroos. And then we, we add, obviously, players that... Um, up-and-comers, this is the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister actually sits in the, the conversation and we talk about some of the younger fellas to come through. And, yeah, it's a it's a great uh, program. So it allows them to get some match fitness, the guys that's going to go on the kangaroos, but they'll also the younger players to gain some experience at that level. Yeah, and also develop their knowledge and be able to talk to players like Ben Hunt and Jake Trebojevic and, and get up close to someone like yourself and, and learn a bit more about what it takes to become, you know, that next-level player. Yeah, it's, uh, that's an important part of you know, their journey, I guess, and um, learn from others, which is really important. You know, So they get to watch, you know, ask questions, um, look at how the, the players prepare for a game, um, how they speak around the group. I think that's an important aspect to it all. And then, obviously, how competitive they are. It was a very competitive game. I don't know if you watched it, Mark, but it was a very competitive game, uh, very physical, very... Yeah, very aggressive, um, you know, win was, the conditions weren't real flash, but in saying that, um, you know, they got through unscathed and they really enjoyed the experience. Were you nervous at all? Because it was a bit of a tight finish, wasn't it? Oh, never nervous, really, you know, <laughs> so in those type of games, well, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, football was the winner, rugby league was the winner up there, you know, we all understand that, you know, they, they love it so much and there's obviously a push to have a, NRL team from up there down the track, um, you know, so anything we can do to propagate the game up there is really, really important. I think just, the, just us being there and uh, obviously both governments, you know, right behind it all. Um, so it's a, there's a bigger message there than us just playing footy, you know, it's about the love of the sport and, um, you know, it playing a really important role in in their community and, you know, hopefully, you know, with all the social messaging we, we get out there, it has an impact up there. Well, now, mate, uh, it's grand final week, of course, and we had your old mate, Glenn Lazarus, on the show yesterday. Uh, premierships with three different clubs. Of course, a premiership teammate of yours at the Canberra Raiders. He won for the Brisbane Broncos and he won with the Melbourne Storm. I asked him, and I'll ask you the same question. Uh, grand final week, what memories does it bring back for you? 
Uh, it's mixed, you know. So I, I played in a few grand finals and some you lose and some you win, you know. So I come through that era where we had to lose one, I feel, to, to win one. So you get to experience that. I'd, you know, um, it's a great week. It's it's great to be involved in it all. That's what you you play rugby league for. That's why you train so hard, you know, through the off-season prior and through the year. Um, you work your butt off and, you know, that's the reward you get to play in the grand final, you know. Sometimes it's, you know, teams are happy just getting there. Uh, and then other times, obviously, through that experience, you know, you want to win one. That's the ultimate, I think. You know, when you talk about club NRL and, you know, club land, you, you want to win a, a grand final. And there's a lot of great rugby league players that never won a grand final. So, you know, when you got the opportunity, um, you don't have regrets. Um, and that's the key to all. You've got to give it all. What about for Souths here in Brisbane winning the premiership? What memories does it evoke of that? Oh, well, we, 79, we got thumped by Valleys. This is the, you, see, you tend to think, you know, remember some of the, the losses more than anything else, you know. But, you know, Norse in 1980 were the, by far the favourites, but they knocked us off um, over, you know, pretty aggressive um, outlook to the game. And then 81 against the the, the Dolphins, you know, winning in sort of last minute and a half was, oh, you can't explain it. It was so exciting. It was a club's first victory in 28 years you know so I mean all our fans and you know and all the the people involved in the club over such a long time has eventually got to you know experience a grand final victory as one of the best experiences of, of my life there's no doubt about that um and you go on then I go from South and I obviously go down to Canberra and uh, the 94 you know victory so 89 I was part of um a tremendous grand final and you know winning that in extra time to you know be part of a team that you know, from Canberra, who what that was their first ever victory in Grand Finals. Were exciting first team outside of the top three in those days. It was top five, obviously, you know, competition. And then in '94 to you know finish uh, in you know a Grand Final winning team. You know, finish my career. So I've been blessed. I've been blessed to been played in many great footy teams, and yeah, you remember them all. Um, but you know, I played in I think eleven of them, Mark, and come out with five victories. So. Um, there's some regrets there as well. Mate, uh, Lazo was quite emotional yesterday speaking about his mate, Kevy Walters, of course, is a great mate of yours as well. Um, for Kevy to get aside, the Brisbane Broncos who three years ago wouldn't spoon us to a grand final. What, uh, what are your thoughts on that also? Oh, he's, he's gone through the, the ringer, hasn't he? You know, um, you know, I was lucky enough to you know, meet Kevy, you know, when he first came down the Raiders and this is way back in, in 1987, you know, so he started his rugby league career, his um, first grade career down at the Raiders. So it's great. You know, I've been with Kevy, you know, right through the playing years and obviously through Origin as well. Um, but, yeah, he's been through the ring in the last few years. But, you know, he's, he's always been a strong character. He's always been a man's man. He's always believed in in what he what he says, you know. So he's tough, you know. So um, you don't be successful if you're not tough, and resilient, and you have to be to be a head coach of a, of a rugby league team these days, or any sport really, because um, it all comes back on you. If the team's not doing well, well then it's the coach's fault. But so, you know, and, and full marks to the club too for backing. Mm. I think that's really important. You know, I think that's a that's a big plus mark for the, the Brisbane Broncos to have that faith in him. To they've seen obviously things happening um, in a positive way behind the scenes because you know we all. Look, we look from outside in and, you know, um, we see when we make up our own assumptions, I guess. But um, there's obviously some stability in, internally as well, which is which helps Kevy. And, 
and congratulations to the to the Broncos. I feel um, they've got a really good footy team, Mark, and I just think they're on the the start of their journey. Really, mm. um, if they can keep their team together, obviously Flegler and Farnsworth's going, but if they can keep the bulk of their team together for another few years, um, yeah, they'll be pushing for grand final victories um, as well. Well, mate, your Canberra sides uh, were remarkable teams that won back-to-back premierships. The Broncos won back-to-back. Uh, Penrith are looking to do something that no one's done since Parramatta, 81, 82, 83, and that is win three in a row. Uh, they will become almost an immortalised side in that respect if they can do that. So what does Brisbane have to do uh, to beat arguably the greatest team we've seen in about 30 years? Yeah, so, you know, everyone everyone sort of talks about, oh, you know, what are you going to do different to... to to beat the Panthers, but uh, my answer to that, Mark, is that you know the Broncos have been working on on a on a process and a and a way of doing things for you know for the last few years under Kevy. You know, so they worked on that preseason. They've worked on how they want to play. You know, through the years, and you don't change that. You know, so you don't worry about the the Panthers. You know, Panthers have got great belief in their systems and processes and. Um, they're really confident in the way they play, no matter what that, what situation they get themselves in a game. So the Broncos have got to be there too. They've got to be fearless with their plan. Um, not do anything out of the ordinary. Just let, just do what you, you've been practising all year and you've just got to do it better. You just need those 17 players to go out there and, and play your best game, but you don't, you don't need to change the way you play, though. You just be solid in that and believe in that because... Um, that's what you've been working on. If you if you keep on working hard on on your belief systems, well, generally you're going to break down the opposition. Yeah, and the the forward ba- battle is going to be great. We've been speaking about that this morning, Mal, with a couple of callers and texts as well. Stinger from Morningside uh, gave us a call earlier. Wanted to speak about this the, the great front rowers that are going head to head on Sunday, and we thought it would be opportune to get him back and have a chat with you. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, g'day, guys. Good to hear from Big Mal, proud Queenslander. Yeah, I just wanted to re- respond to that Penrith caller that was talking about, you know, the aggression in the, the Panthers pack and hadn't even mentioned, you know, Paddy Carrigan, a Wally Lewis medal winner, won a World Cup medal, um, and Flegler, plus you've got Capel who's played before, and Jordan Rickey is an international. Yeah, and no, I mean, I agree with you. It's, um, it's a formidable pack, and what I like about the Broncos pack, it's very mobile and it's, you know, got great agility and... Um, and they play long minutes as well. You know, I, mean, I think they cancel themselves out. And I, I made a comment yesterday because um, I asked someone. Yeah, you asked me what's going to be the difference, and I think well, it, it's going to come down to the hookers. I reckon. I reckon. You know, Mitch Kenny and uh, Billy Walters. You know, I think whoever plays the best out of them because they're, they're the guys that touch the ball the most in a game of rugby league. So their decision making, and, um, their execution is really, really important. So. Uh, to utilise all their great players around them. So I reckon it comes down to the hookers uh, more than anything else. Good on you, Stinger. Thanks for your call, mate. You're going to the draw for the $100 Lord Alfred voucher. But the front rowers, though, too, Mal, uh, James Fisher-Harris, Moses Leota, Spencer Lin, who comes off the bench up against Payne Haas, who was leading the Dally M's until they went behind closed doors halfway through the year. And you throw in Tom Flegler. Um, it must take you back to your days there at Canberra with, you know, Lazo and Brent Todd and Sammy Bacco and, and those front rowers and Queensland and Australian level with Greg Dowling, etc. They lay the platform, don't they? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, um, you know, with the Daly M's, you know, those poor old front rowers, they don't get a mention, but, you know, they're one of the most valuable players in your in your footy team, you know. So they only play, obviously, you know, 40, 50, 60 minutes and 
Uh, they don't get the recognition that they deserve, really. In, in when I talk about, you know, end-of-season awards and things like that, you know, so um, there's only been a few um, in its whole history. I think Jason Tamalolo was one of them. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, they, they'll, they'll, they've got to set a platform. They set a foundation. You look at last year, you know, with the way the, the Panthers went went about their business, Leota and and Fisher-Harris, and then Lenu comes on, and they just... They just Roll down the football field for you know the Pen- Penrith Panthers, and then on the back of that, you've got you know arguably the best halfback in the game, um, arguably the best five eight in the game. The fullbacks going great; they got great strikeout wide, uh, the, and one of the best wingers as well. So, yeah, I mean the, through the middle is really important, and I think they match up really well. I think you know Flegler, and I feel obviously Hass, obviously you know. And, one of the number one props in the game. Patrick Carrigan's just getting better. He's had his best year, you know. He, mm. Like you said, he had the Wally, Wally Lewis medal last year, but this year he, he's even excelled even further. I just think he's improved as a rugby league player. Then then you got the guile of um, Adam Reynolds, you know. He's been there, done that. Uh, same as Cleary. They sort of cancel themselves out. Both got great kicking games. And Ezra Mam and, you know, Luai, who are, you know, great runners of the football and, and can break open the games. And so they match up all over the park. You know, and it's going to be one of those great grand finals. If, we're, if, if both teams come prepared to play to you know, their own abilities um, and, like, play their own way, um, I think, you know, it's going to be one of the best grand finals we've seen in, you know, could even be the, one of the best grand finals ever. As a Australian coach, Mel, do you, um, when those players like Nathan Cleary, say the World Cup last year, Isaiah Yo and, and other players that come into your Kangaroos squad that you, you've seen and you most probably know them, but you, you get to coach them at that level for the first time, do you get surprised at their skill levels when you see them up close? Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed, you know, certainly by the, by the skill levels. But, you know, something like over, over the years, Mark, um, they're certainly fitter. Um, their skill levels are, you know, comparable. There's no doubt about that. Um, their strength, obviously, they do a lot of work on their strengths, but their speed, I think, you know, that's the, the probably the common denominator amongst all those players that come into into representative football. Their their speed over the ground, particularly early, even the forwards, the front rowers, uh, their speed over the ground is enormous, and that's the thing that sort of takes me back and. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how am I going to offend this? You know, if I was playing today, how was I, how was I going to offend, you know, defend this? They just across the ground, um, the ability to move in, move into space and stuff is unbelievably good. And the way wingers tra- score tries now is just extraordinary. <laughs> well, well, I reckon. The, well, I think we've discussed this before on the show, mate. Where the best decision was the the um, corner post, yeah. the goal or the corner post. Yeah, you, you can actually touch them, you know, and uh, score a try. That's the best decision the game's ever made. Mal, is a grand final similar to a test match and origin matches in that it's not necessarily the big plays, it's the little plays that are important? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's moments by moments and, you know, you, you talk to players that, you know, play in those big games and it's, it's you play the NRL through the year and, you know, every now and again you can have a bit of a spell in a game, but at this level, the grand finals and rep level, there's no rest, you can't rest, it's... Minute by minute, moment by moment, you know, effort by effort, you know, tackle by tackle. Um, you can't get lost. You can't wander around mentally. You got to be in the in the game all the time, and that's why seventeen players is really important. You know, like your starts are excellent. You know, you've got to be excellent. That's we all talk about that. But your bench has become so valuable these days too. So what your bench does 
when they come on to help you know create momentum for their team is, is really important as well. Now, Mal, just before I let you go, I know you're busy. Dally M's tonight and a, a big weekend, grand final week. Uh, Murray sent us a text. He knew little Alan McCusker, he says. The man inside the magpie suit at the, when South broke the drought dra- dra- <laughs> yeah. way back. He's bringing back yes. some great memories. Always great memories oh, talking about those yeah. days. Yeah. And oh, God, yeah, the wings. I mean, it was, oh, it's, I'm just, I'm so happy that I I spent, you know, seven years with the, with the magpies, you know. So it was such a, a great club. Still is a great club. They did really well again this year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's steeped in history, and I'm just glad I was part of that club. Yeah, and Badge tells me too, Chris Phelan, who was a teammate of yours there at South, sorry, he he won something like eight grand finals out of eight that he played, and every year yeah. he played in a grand final, basically went from South to Parramatta, then up to the bush to play in grand final every year, like Lazo never missed a semi-final. Yeah, no, he's sort of a good luck charm, but, you know, the, re- the reason why Chris Phelan won so many is that he was just a staunch winner, you know, yeah. and he expected... He expected you to, to, you know, toe the line as well. He trained really hard, uh, played hard, and that's what, you know, we couldn't let him down, you know. So we had to, we had to lift levels all the time when he came to the club. I'm going to put you on the spot here now, mate. Uh, Sunday, Brisbane or Penrith, who will win? I reckon it's going to be one of the, the great games. Um, I think it'll come down to a field goal. That's, that's how I feel about it all. I can't split the teams. That's why I said before, I think the Hawkers... And their decision-making, the way they execute, is going to be really critical. Um, I think field goal. Um, and I feel that Adam Reynolds, you know, he's he's on a fairy tale run at the moment. I just feel that, um, you know, I think he has fate on his side. And I'll and, go with the Broncos by one point. Oh, the Broncos by one. And what about the Dallium's tonight? Sean Johnson seems to be the street corner tip. Uh, do you think he'll be our Dallium medalist? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I do think that um, obviously some of the... The bigger names who got suspended through the years not going to be there. Um, uh, maybe the Smokey might be Kalen, uh, Kalen Ponga. You mm-hmm. know, um, their last nine games, you know, he'd be close to getting um, the three points for each game. Um, so, you know, he could be up yeah. there. But, you know, Sean Johnson's year has been terrific. And without Sean, um, to be you know, real... I mean, they all had a great year, the Warriors. But without Sean, you know, they wouldn't have reached the heights they did. So... Yeah, he's so influential, and I think that, you know, he's a, he's definitely the favourite. Great to talk to you, mate, and enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Mark. I will, I promise. Good on you, mate. Mel Meninga, rush into Chemist Warehouse for half-price vitamins and cosmetics, T's and C's apply. Mel Meninga brought to you by Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day.